I think the hardest thing for me whenever I'm on a podcast is to remember that even though I, if I'm like talking to someone, I'm like, oh, as you can see, and it's like, no, they can't see. Like, I'm the person I'm talking to might be able to see, but nobody else can see. This week on, oh my god, they were teammates. We got you all things winter classic, holiday season roundup, brothers, ice brothers on the ice first time. Talks about the Kraken fan saving the Canucks equipment manager's life. Uh, I have some really bad takes about goal horns. Talked about lopsided scores, Team Russia getting kicked off their plane home again, weddings, babies. First, Indigenous women hired a scalp of Blackhawks. And looking ahead to games that you've already seen by now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Oh My God, They Were Teammates podcast. I'm Steph. We've got Mac, Puffy, and Iris here to talk all things NHL, hockey, and Winter Classic this week. They just look so cozy in that commercial, too. Just, like, sitting their little joggers, little feet out. God, I love them. You say that if that's not, like, all the time. Yeah. There's just too much content in the NHL. You've got everything from Brad Marchand calling out the play, uh, calling out the NHL to the NHL themselves hosting a negative what thirty degree outdoor game where people held up signs that literally just said "I'm cold." For for those of us who don't speak freedom degrees, it was about minus twenty something Celsius, like twenty one, I think. So yeah, it was about that. I looked it up. <laughs> freedom degree. Yeah, I think um I think beers were freezing. Like there was a clip when I was watching the Winter Classic of like some frozen slushy beers. Like crazy hockey angles over the last couple of days. Like Sid's bank shot into the empty net. He bank shot it. At least they had beer. Unlike I think it was the Winter Classic. I can't remember when, but it was the Blackhawks that were hosting it at Notre Dame and I think they ran out of beer by the third by the end of the first uh intermission. Oh, that's rough. That's going to be a long game. So do we want to introduce ourselves again really quick, just to have, you know, voice to name? Yeah, and then maybe talk about, like, what this podcast is about, why we started it. Um, Okay, so I'll start this time. So um, you can call me Puff or Puffy. Uh, I am the token Canadian. I've probably been into hockey the longest since about 2014. Uh, I'm mainly an Oilers fan, but I also do have a, uh, small secret love of Matthew Kachuk, which my mother can never know about, which is part of why I'm not using my real name. Um, okay, I think that, that about covers it. <laughs> I think, yeah, that and your love of the Bison King would probably be oh, yeah, a nice I, thing yeah. to talk about. I love Yessi Pugliarvi. He's great. I love him very much. <laughs> I've seen that he's just commercial like referenced in fic at least once. Yeah, I think I was reading sure. like the other night, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, like I'm not a vet, but I've been here longer than you guys. We're still on our ELCs, and you're <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
You signed that eight-year deal. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. set. You're set. Long-term deal, baby. All right. So I'm Iris. I am the European of the group. Yes, there are European hockey fans. I know. I'm definitely not lost or anything. I am an Avs fan. I will talk your ear off about the uh, Avalanche decor, but also I'm a Flyers fan. Um, at the moment, it's kind of uh, an it's complicated kind of situation. We'll get into that at some point, I am sure. I got into hockey when my friends started talking about it when the season was paused. She was like, I miss hockey. And I was like, oh, hockey. That sounds interesting. And then there was no hockey for four months. So that was the best time to get into it. You sound good. It sounds fine. You sound plenty close. Yeah. Yeah. You're just literally holding it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got the... I have this set up. Because my brother was like, do you want the whole, like... That's like... why we're here, isn't it? Like, we all love and then the I was like, Yes, dude, I'm not going to fucking hold it the whole time. And then I got, I turned on the call. Hi, I'm Steph. Um, you may or may not hear me on this podcast a lot, but I am here for the first one. Um, I got into hockey um, right about the, well, it was the end of the 2018 baseball season because I'm a huge baseball fan and they kept showing commercials for the Hurricanes and the Predators constantly during my baseball game. So I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to give this a shot. And then at the same time, I started, well, okay, at the same time, I <laughs> I was really getting into hockey uh, through my boyfriend, who I started dating at the time, who played hockey. So he turned me into a Caps fan. So now it's a lot of Capitals hockey, a lot of Stars hockey, because I got into them during the bubble. That was, like, my big, like, I'm going to watch this team play every single game gonna root for them like this is my team and I'm proud of them and that was a really fun run like as a Stars fan and then um yeah I got into the Flyers a little bit followed um their fun run through the bubble as well and after the bubble but really I guess my team is like the Capitals um I really just love hockey like as a whole if you know me you know right now I'm like following the duck social media <laughs> constantly because there's so much good content there's like, the ducks so much are going for it this year the ducks the hurricanes the hurricanes always have good social content really you can lure me in with a good social media team like i am easy to be like it is easy to make me a fan of your team <laughs> this is how you seduce stuff guys this is this is how it happens that and she already has a boyfriend to explain to all of us what goalie interference is. He doesn't know. Hopefully. He doesn't know. Nobody knows. Because then we could tell, like, what if we... But he's a goalie. He is a goalie. Steph is dating a goalie, which is very important information to have. Uh, we were hoping he would teach us things, but sadly, no one will ever know what goaltender, goaltender inter- interference is. Good lord, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is what happens when we start recording after midnight, my time. She took the tenet of uh, love thy goalie to the next level. <laughs> it's a comm- it's a hockey commandment. 
speaking. Yeah, no, it's funny because you guys keep talking about the bubble. And I remember, um, so the bubble took place in Edmonton, which is where I live. And I just remember I was so tragic about it because I understand that they have the bubble because there's a pandemic. And so then they can't be exposed to everybody. But I was like, they're so close, but so far. <laughs> so like, close. Cool. Just like reaching, not, never quite getting there. Yeah. Very dramatic. Right, um, so... you could also do like push. I mean, uh, the narratives, baby, the narratives. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, uh, to a certain degree, I feel our title sums us up. OMG, they were teammates. I mean, although we're not just going to be talking about teammates, but uh, like, t- uh, we notice that there are, there's kind of a lack of hockey content about the people, the players as people where you don't have to know hockey on a really deep level in order to understand it. Like, we're, we're, we want to talk hockey in English, not necessarily in hockey, as Steph put it once. Yeah. Which is... Um, no, that's I, that was just a really nice summary, because, like, a couple of us are, like, relatively recent hockey converts, and it's 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 fun to learn more about hockey, but, like, you don't want to constantly have to look up stats and go too deep into that and plus we just like really like the stories of like hey this feel good thing happened or this was really funny during a game outside of a game that kind of thing like really explore that a bit more and not dive into well this person is the 31st person to score a hat trick this season it's fun but like what makes this what makes this hat trick different? Oh, they happened to score. Oh, this was a hat trick. I mean, this TJ Oshi is near and dear to my heart. Yes. So like TJ Oshi's last hat trick was very near and dear to my heart. Mac, I see you tearing up because it is like those are. The, it's like oh, it's a yes. hat trick, but it's those emotional moments that really yeah. don't get talked about as much. It was also, it was a wild game, and then this really <laughs> emotional thing happened. Yeah, if if you're, if you got into hockey after watching uh, the Rangers and the Capitals have that line brawl, of course, welcome. You will not be the only one. <laughs> um, I guess I'm gonna, oh, eat. I'll do the welcome real quick. Um, <laughs> welcome. So, oh my God, they were teammates. Ride or die. <laughs> we're talking about fight for your bro on the ice, off the ice, on the internet. We cover it all, all thirty-two teams. Right. Like, I don't, wow. I want it all centralized. I'd love, and that's kind of what we're doing here creating is creating a centralized place for people to find some of that content that they may not find otherwise because they only follow one team. There's so many stories to tell that, like, slip through the cracks a little bit with a focus on, like, the more stats or people who speak hockey. And we wanted to do this, yeah, well, in English because, you know, some people, like, for me, English isn't my first language. 
it's nice to do hockey in English. Just make it a little bit easier on myself. I don't know. I mean, you're gonna eventually, like, either catch me slipping my accent into, like, something really random, or I will start sounding more like the lovely other people on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a voice mimic. Oh, that's yeah, sad. for an accent moment. It's my superpower. Yeah, I played volleyball all in middle and high school and happen. really enjoyed it. Oh my god! Let me squeeze in a quick, what the fuck is the NHL doing with their schedules? So today, tons of matinee hockey. Today, January 2nd. Uh, you know, tons of games at 1 o'clock and 3 p.m. Yeah, European-friendly, lovely stuff. Next Saturday, January 8th, there's one 2 o'clock game. A shitload of seven o'clock games and four ten o'clock games. What the fuck? So, do we want to like just jump right into it? You know, this week. Or wait, Puffy, did you want to? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Sorry. Um, okay. Maybe. Like, jump right into it. Like, you know, this week has been, this week was an absolutely wild week in the NHL. Um, So wild that, you know, it was just absolutely wild. Completely wild. There was a lot of wild things this week. <laughs> like the Winter Classic. <laughs> puns. Fun we love puns one. in this house. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like... Let's start with the Winter Classic. You know, it was um, freezing, as we've already mentioned. Um, like, minus 20-something Celsius. Sorry, that's going to be the unit of measurement for me. <laughs> and then the Blues show up in, like, lovely beachwear. Um, the, the, the jury's out, and if it's douchey or, uh, or hilarious or both. I think but, it's both. Um, but which guy was it who, like, he was like, fuck the assignment, I'm going to wear a sweater. Because I respect that man. Activities and then you draw two <laughs> cards and go. I just thought it was great. Because, like, I mean, all of these guys, like, as someone who is not from somewhere where it is really cold, like, ever, like, it's just not. I think it's hilarious when guys just, like, laugh at cold. Because I look at this, I looked at everyone sitting in the stands last uh, during the Winter Classic, and I was just like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> yeah. So for these players to just hop off the bus, like... In like open Hawaiian shirts and t-shirts, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." I would... Only players are that crazy. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, but just speaking as someone from Canada, that's just boys do that. They're like true. <laughs> They just do that. Like, something that you will see a lot is boys wearing a full winter coat and shorts. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why they do this. It's not just a Canada. <laughs> Let me say it's not just a Canada thing. I watched my best friend in college do this. Throughout our entire, our entire college career, it was just like, it was minus 10 Celsius, which is about as cold as it's going to get. Like, minus 10, minus 15 here. Just be like, he's in a sweater and a coat and he's just wearing shorts. Yeah. And I'm just going... Why? Dear Lord, why? I love you, but why? Yeah. Once the game started, I don't think it snowed. Like, there was fresh snow on the on the ground. I think it was fresh. I'm assuming it was fresh. 
I can't tell the difference between fake snow and real snow, so don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> okay, our real snow expert, Puff. <laughs> this is where you come in. Uh, it was... Okay, um... So just based on the way that the pond rinks were, I'm guessing it was a snow machine. But I can't tell you for sure because snow machine does make real snow. It's just that, you know... <laughs> the way it's positioned or yeah i'm like this looks too pretty too pretty yeah too good doesn't look natural now that we've established that very important fact <laughs> i did love that they had all those like ponds like set up i thought that was great like the whole i wish they'd done i don't know because maybe well, none of us were there we well, we'd have to find someone who went but i do think they'd like I don't know. I thought it was cool. I thought it was really cool. They had, like, that open fire that they showed, like, people just, like, making hot dogs on an open fire. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Who knows? You two can bankrupt yourself getting hot <laughs> yes. dogs at the Winter Classic. Yeah. But, you know, and they all had a lot of, like, awesome stuff during the pre-show, too. Like, I know Mac and I talked about this earlier, but they had this lovely high school choir sing the anthem. It was beautiful. I am a choir bitch. That was beautiful. That was probably one of the best anthems, if not the best, that I've heard uh, at a hockey game. Usually I fast forward through the anthems because I am not from North America. They don't mean shit to me. I'm sorry. Or I'm not sorry. No, but I, I usually mute them. <laughs> A what I have an excuse. But this one was lovely. This was absolutely lovely. So yeah, so that, and then the actual game itself. Like the actual yeah. game itself was really that second period though. <laughs> there was a lot going on. Oh my gosh. Like personally, I don't know if any of our listeners like were watching it, but the penalty box was set up like outside the rink and there was just a space heater. Just, like, in the penalty box. And I'm like, I would commit crimes for 20 minutes just yeah. to sit in the box. It's it's such a lovely contrast to the Lake Tahoe games of this past February when they had to stop the game for about eight hours because the ice was melting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the thing they do in hockey, just so you know. Yeah, I was about to say that. I heard they had to heat it. They had to heat the ice. Yeah. I mean, it's vulcanized rubber. You gotta keep it warm. It's unfortunately, apparently, the people were not kept warm. So, worm. They were not kept warm. There is, there is. <laughs> yeah, just commit a lot of penalties, I guess. Stay in a box where the heaters are. Well, apparently the players weren't too cold. Looks like yeah. you could shove your pads in there. Well, maybe, their beards maybe were it's frozen. just for like clothes. <laughs> A cloud of mystery. <laughs> we should, actually. But uh, speaking on the mustache, I think there was something that Steph wanted to say on like how they spent more time on the mustache than uh, 
Gosh. Okay. So they, I watched the entire Winter Classic. Um, I think we all did, but um, they did this like bit on like hockey hair in Minnesota. And oh, it yeah, was the fun. It was funny. Yeah, it was fun. It was funny. It was whatever. But like, then when they announced, I was really excited for the announcement of the U.S. Olympic hockey team. Like, I was super stoked for this. I was like, I know who like five of these women are, but I'm really excited to like find out who the rest of them are yes. and figure out where they're going to call, like where they go to college now, where can I find them play? And then the broadcast just spent like the whole time talking over it. And I was like, all right, I have no idea who any of these people are. USA Hockey ended up tweeting the full like announcement like an hour after. That was a really nice video. Like, I wish they'd, like, shown some graphics instead of just saying, like, this is where they play, this is where they're from. Like, that would have been nice to, like, have a visual element there, but it was really nice to see it. And, like, personally, like, you know some of the names. Like, I am not from the U.S., so I know, like, a couple of names, mostly, like, oh, yeah, this person um is related to this NHL player or, like, uh, JT Comfer's sister, Jesse Comfer, legend. She's playing and like people like Hillary Knight getting all these like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we'll uh, put Max number somewhere for Hillary Knight it's not linking it up it's gonna be good no but it was it was good to see the entire team well um I think minus Kendall Coin uh, Showfield mm-hmm. everyone was there and like please. For the love of God, NHL, like, do better by these women, or just uh, like, hockey in general. Yeah, I'm thinking of World Juniors now. Yeah. Where the under-18s got cancelled for the women, and the men could play, and then the whole thing got cancelled because they weren't taking it seriously. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't even a bubble, it was a mess. Like, and then this. Not great. Not great. Not great. (laughs) Yeah, they stumbled. Yeah. Yeah. On to lighter topics. Yeah. <laughs> because we could, we could probably spend 30 minutes talking about everything we hate about hockey, but instead, we're going to talk about what we love about hockey this week because yes. this is a lighthearted pod and we are happy people. The fallout shelter. We will bitch occasionally, but we will always turn it back to happier times. It was Christmas, and Christmas means um, really interesting holiday photos from hockeys and their families and their... And matching pajamas. <laughs> matching pajamas. Um, and I think there was an interesting story that came out from the Jets. What was it? Someone else oh, has yeah. this. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers is from Denmark and he was you know, of course stuck in uh, in Canada over the holidays because you can't you don't really well you wouldn't go to Denmark for like a couple days off and of course everyone got a little bit more time off than they were expecting but uh yeah he was um staying with a teammate for the holidays which is just always i mean you always love to see it teammates hanging out together over the holidays just spending OMG, some time they were together teammates. <laughs> what OMG, they were teammates. Yeah, this is why, this is why, guys, this is why. And um, he was actually staying with the Stasny family, and then not only did they let uh, Nikolai Ely stay with them, they, um, well, Paul Stasny's wife, 
Haley actually messaged Nikolai Ilis' mom to find out what his favorite Danish holiday dish was so she could make it for him. Which is the softest, sweetest dip. So I did cute. not know that part. My heart. It's so, it, like, it's it's lovely. Like, it, like as speaking as, you know, you hear a lot about these hockey players, especially the players from Europe, who, like, don't get to spend Christmas with their families for years and years on end. I think there was a Leon Dreisaitl interview where he talked about, like, you know, they asked him, like, what was he looking forward to over the holidays? And he was just like, well, I haven't spent the holidays with my family in, like, five years, so I don't know. It's like, yeah, I think they were asking about holiday traditions, yeah. but that is essentially what he said, yeah. Yeah, thank you, all these experts. That's why we have you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just here to, like, pronounce Leon Dreisaitl in a remotely German way. That's my mm-hmm. entire reason for being on this podcast. I am kidding. <laughs> I don't think my mouth can move that way. <laughs> you start learning German at, like, age 10-ish, and you get there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then um that we had we had a lot of things go down over the holidays and then now we're almost time for the All-Star game. Yeah. It's it's both tomorrow and like forever away because everything keeps getting canceled and I can't like think beyond <laughs> the next week of games. Um so they have like the thing where you can vote for the all-star captain for each team, right? Ooh. And uh I went on there and I was like, you know how you the goalies can be captains, but they shouldn't. I just yeah. went in there and I I vote every single one of my votes was a goalie because I think I was like I think this would be funny. It's not going to happen. But it would all, be funny. All goalie captains, like every division has a goalie as a captain. Yeah, exactly. Drama. I was just like this would be funny. We're gonna John Scott our way around this. <laughs> no, but everyone's campaigning. Like all the teams are tweeting about, you know, pick this guy for All Star captain, and <laughs> you know, everyone's showing off these highlights. And then there's Trevor Zegras, who's like, I'm gonna take a completely different approach. I uh, will probably share the link to this in the notes, but uh, most people share highlights. Zegras shares lowlights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The initial okay. shot was him wiping out, and I was just like, oh man, he's going to recover and then score this really awesome goal, and then I just, nope. Well, because, like, he's already, he's already got the highlight goal of the year. Like, there's nothing, he can't, I'm not going to say he can't get any better than that, because, like, he can't, he's, he's not going to top, like, the viralness of that moment, like. Absolutely not. Well, he that, might. He's Trevor Zegras. He's going to see this as a challenge. Sure. He's going to end up on the. He's going to end up on the Olympic roster in twenty twenty six or whatever. And like, uh, he's going to be. He's going to win. He's going to like score the gold winning medal for the gold winning uh, goal for Team USA. And, yeah, like no, that he's thing. done it before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, he's going to be like, oh, this is only top. Like, like the only thing that's in top. What was it? In his interview, like, after that whatever goal, he was like, is the Michigan is the he was like, he was, like he, was, he was asked, like, you know, is there a better moment in your career? He's like, oh, yeah, probably the gold medal goal that I scored at World Juniors, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> That's a flex, dude. Yeah. 
And I just like, and he's he's teammates with Jamie Drysdale now, right? Yeah, who he played yeah. against in uh, World Juniors. So that does feel like a little bit, a little bit of a poke. Like a like, I remember um, uh, one of the interviewers asked him, like, "Do you talk about World Juniors?" And and Zagris was like, "Oh yeah, I rub it in all the time." And then <laughs> they were like, "Oh, does he does he think that's funny?" And he was like, "No." This is why Jamie was the first person to get out his phone for the Christmas video when they were making fun of you. You know, Z might get you might get a pretty good reaction out of him. Revenge. Yeah. Z, seeing how they all also. That link will probably also be in the notes. Uh, they put Kevin Shattenkirk yeah. in a hollowed out bear. <laughs> it's not a costume, it's just a bear. And Trevor Zegers is spending most of that time just fluffing his hair. It's fine. It's adorable. I mean, oh, if he's yeah. inside it, isn't it a costume? I feel like there's some kind of quality standard for it to be a costume. That was... That was- are you saying they like sewed him in like this is Star Trek and the, and the, the director is like there's no zippers in the future? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just like next level. <laughs> that was a great video. There have been some really so is it, social it, I'm sure like is part of what is it? Is it a first writing to the team and to uh, dry title everyone? Let's like... cut this off before we like invite some seriously whack conversation here. Why? No, I'm kidding. Oh my god. I was like, we've, we've had some great social media moments earlier, I guess not even earlier this year, earlier this holiday season. I don't know. Yeah. What year is it? Last year. Is it? Zach it's Hyman. 2022 now. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach Hyman kicked off the holiday season in a really, really cool way. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. Um, He, so he's from Toronto. He's lived his whole life in Toronto. And when the holidays were coming around, specifically Hanukkah, he was like, I don't know how I'm going to celebrate. And he was like, oh, yes, I do. I am going to light the menorah in Edmonton. And I was like, that's um, cool. That's actually, like- he was invited. He was invited, oh, he was invited by the Jewish community in Edmonton to light the menorah. I didn't realize he was invited. That's yeah, even- no, he was invited. Oh, okay. he, he did- how much of it is Zoom? That's yeah, yeah. And so they, they put him in this big cherry picker and they put them on the legislature grounds and he lit the big menorah. Yeah. A local sports journalist watching that, but journalists that take... <laughs> ask a good question and let him answer, and if he's not going to go for, you know, you can't make the quotes fit your yeah. story. You have to... Welcome to Edmonton, where there's a lot of attention. Some people are lazy and have a have a bias. I'm upset that no Euler jokes were made about the. <laughs> it is the mere Pop just starts like <laughs> ripping receipts out of every pocket. Like, yeah, isn't it? Isn't it like the the lantern? The oil burned for eight days. It's the miracle yeah. of the oil. So, yeah. like, like, how do you well, not get? <sighs> to be fair, uh, the Oilers haven't been very miraculous over the past month. Sorry, Puff. Love you. I do not control the oiler. Okay? (laughs) Yeah. I'm a Flyers fan. I know what it's like. They they each have over 50 points on the season. I don't know. Defense. Defense. Poor Puffy. Defense. The Oilers in defense. 
Speaking of To be OB. fair, we had defense, and then they all got injured. Ooh. Okay? <laughs> gotta, wait, wait, gotta, sorry. We don't mean to, like, drag on the Oilers, but we have our, our top scorers in the NHL. Um, it's Conor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and, of course, the 36-year-old Alexander Ovechkin. Who saw who that coming? Defies all aging. I don't know. What do you want me to say, Jim? <laughs> Look at me. That's when you know the players has Look enough Look at me score the most power play goals in NHL history. Seriously. That was glorious. That was a great moment. No, I didn't, but I regret it. I regret it yesterday or this morning actually. I'm gonna get on Tommy next time. He needs to he needs to he needs to wake up here. But he has so many of so many of Obi's milestones already. So wait, speaking of Al- Nicholas Baxter having Alex Ovechkin's milestones, when he breaks the record, because he is going to break the record, I will go on the record as saying that Alex Ovechkin is gonna you break the record. You heard it here. <laughs> if Baxter does not have the assist <gasps> on the goal, is it worth it? Like, does it count? <laughs> I mean, they've already beat out the uh, the Sedans for the most like combined points for any duo. Sedins? Yeah, by like a lot. Oh, is it? Yeah, Sedins. Sorry. No, but like, and those guys like they're they're twin soul in two bodies. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really. I know what you're saying, but I feel like that would be really awkward for their wives yeah. if that were true. Like, thank you for putting that thought in my head. I'm just saying, they both have kids. Yes, thank you. Are they also always there for breakfast? God, that I don't know. That was a great commercial. What a moment. We we will never be over this commercial. Sorry. But those are some fun records broken in the NHL this week. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of brothers, puffy, but not in that sense. Um, the McLeod brothers finally faced oh, each other for the first time in like, the NHL. I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> We're going yeah, with some deep no, cuts. Like, we don't, like, we're going some deep cut players here. Like, people are <laughs> like, who the fuck are the McClouds? And we're like, devil's babies. <laughs> okay, no, but there's, so there's a McLeod on the Oilers and there's a McLeod on the Devils. Right. And um, the McLeod on the Devils has been there for a while, but I don't really watch the Devils. And he's uh, got super buddies with Nathan Bastian, which I wish we had a, had the podcast on to talk about. They're re- reuniting. But anyway, um, his little brother, Ryan, is on the Oilers. And uh, so this is the first time they've ever played against each other in the NHL when the Devils and the Oilers played against each other. Because uh, before that, Ryan wasn't up and then there was the COVID bubbles. And so it was like the Northern League. So they didn't play each other. So it was the first time they played each other and their parents both went to watch. And you can see that they both wear like one of them wore an Oilers jersey and the other wore a Devils jersey. And then like halfway through the game, they swapped. <laughs> they were also like 
the one wearing the Oilers jersey was wearing a devil's cap yeah. and the other way around. Wait, is that better or worse or like different energy than the people? Like, I know the, the Kachuks had like, like well, the Kachuks had like the, they like had those custom made though, like yeah. the jersey. The half and in, half. The NF, in the NFL, you'll literally find like a stitched together, like half one, half the other. Just like. No, I think the Hughes did that. Didn't they have like custom oh, jerseys made for like. That were like combined the Devils and the Canucks for their for before Luke got drafted. Yeah. So two thirds. Two thirds. No, it's, it's fine because Luke's also on the Devils. Okay, Finally. it's fine. Two thirds Devils. One. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that now Quinn can claim he's the favorite child because he gets half the real estate, but he's only one third of the, the siblings. <laughs> You know, speaking of the Canucks, this is like great. We are like on this. We have yeah. really just like set ourselves up here. The Canucks had a really cool story, a really cool social media story. Um, oh yeah. Um, their equipment manager, um, Brian Hamilton, one of their equipment managers. His name is Brian Hamilton, also known as Red, which is a fantastic nickname. I don't know why, but it's a fantastic nickname. That is a great nickname. He, um, a couple months ago, or a month ago or something, a Kraken fan behind him got his attention to let him know that he needed to get something on the back of his neck checked out. Totally random, but, like, he went and got it checked out. Turns out it was cancer, because she was like, hey, you need to get this checked out. It might be cancer. And it was. And so this totally random 19-year-old Kraken fan, um, whose name escapes me. What cursed her? Oh, oh, the G. Oh, yeah, because this is the this is the uh, account, like like on a whole account. She's yeah, going yeah, to yeah. be a med. Yeah, she's going to be a med student. Oh, it's Jack Eichel updates. That's a subheading. Yeah, sorry, it should be more like this. Yeah, a ten thousand dollars scholarship. Yeah. yeah. What? No, no. More. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I subdivided save this guy's life on basically because other on the ice topics things that came up a lot this these past few weeks. So the the Canucks fine. put out like a call on social media, like, "Hey, we are looking for this person because you essentially saved my life." Like this statement was from Brian Hamilton, um, and then it ended up being reposted onto like Facebook, and her mom saw it and was like, "That's my daughter." Um, she's the one who did that, and. Uh, and then they like met up at the game and thanked her and everything. And uh... she had yeah, and I believe the hat. mother. I believe they're originally from Vancouver, and the mother was a Canucks fan. But the the daughter has moved to Seattle, and she's a Kraken fan. So that's fair. I would. But let's just say I'm I'm glad he got to say his piece on the ice. That's enough of that. Now. <laughs> Glad he, glad he beat his ass. Yeah, no, it really did it. It was it was wild just how quickly they were able to uh. find her on social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Steph just says everything's wild. It's fine. Everything is wild. Every I'm not even a wild fan. Things are just wild. <laughs> we should have like a counter for each episode. How many times Steph says wild? We're all gonna have like one of those words. Yeah. I'm probably sorry. 
all I ask, <laughs> that's so Canadian. Um, <laughs> the all I ask is that yeah. my counter be the wild logo. That's all I ask. And <laughs> like in the together, corner, like, just dinging every time I drop that word. But, but it's a podcast. Out. It's not visual. It so cute. <laughs> well, okay. That's fair. That's fair. So sad. We should have like a what? What's the wild? What's a wild sound? It's like a lion's roar every time Steph says it. Must have been okay. So it happened. They were waiting for some. Yeah, I was just thinking the gold. So I like saw a video of them wait. There are bad associations for some of us with that one. Mm. For some other video I was watching of like you know the guys jumping into the pile. Very true. That's a bad take. That's a bad take. Into a bag, and I'm just like. Oh, Steph probably this loves the Kraken, like, actual deep-sea boating goal horn. That's a good goal horn. The Capital Siren is a great goal horn. The Predator's goal horn goes right into Tim McGraw. Can't be beat. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the goal horns, but the Avs have the best uh, penalty kill power play. Like, they literally have the uh, Mario uh, sounds for... Oh my god. Yeah. And then... So I don't know if they still have it, but you know how uh, the Blue Jackets, they have the cannon, right? They still have so, it. No, yes. I know they still have the cannon, but I mean, I don't know if they still have... They used to have this poster that had quotes from players saying that they fucking hated the cannon. And they, knows, <laughs> next you? to the cannon, I don't know if they still have the poster, but they did. They did for a while have this poster full of quotes that's just like, oh god, I hate that thing. And it was just like, quote... Robert Wongo. It was entirely made up of quotes by yeah. Johnny Goodrow. Yeah. He hates that thing. We need to figure out who it was. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a player, I forget, you either got traded from Columbus or to Columbus. Who absolutely I cannot remember who it was, who hated the 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 Cannon. Cannon, yeah. Cannon. And when he got it was either like before he gets traded or after he gets traded. Like if it was like before he got traded to Columbus, he was like, Oh, I hate this. And then he was like, ended up in Columbus, and he was like, I guess I don't hate it as much because it means we've scored, uh, but like, it's. <laughs> that's how that works. Yeah, um, I think the uh, Caps beat writer who has accidentally cursed you all with OT forever, yeah, she wasn't warned. Like, yeah, I think she was warned about the cannon, but then she forgot, and so then it went off, and she was like really scared. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Yeah, give her a promotion so she can get off the Capitals beat and stop cursing us. We're recording this like an hour or so <laughs> after the Caps have lost in OT yet again. Well, granted, this time we came back from a three-one deficit to scrape so out a point, well but still start talking about the brother-on-brother violence from the one, the most game. dangerous lead in hockey. A two-goal lead. Very true. Duality. Unless you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, then any lead is a dangerous <laughs> one. Sorry, Steve Dangle. Sorry, Steve Dangle. Did y'all see the end of the score of the Penguins game today? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> it was 6-1, and then it was 6-5, and I was like, yes, are they going to do it? And they didn't. <laughs> Oh, what was the what was the crazy score with the Hurricanes game the other day where they like came back? They were from, down like four nothing, and they won seven to four. To Columbus, yes. <laughs> in a, in a yeah, in Columbus. Speaking of cannons, 
uh, Brady. Uh, the Hello, Columbus hockey. goalie got pulled because of an injury, and I think they put Elvis in, who I adore, mm-hmm. and then he let in like a lot of goals. Yeah. I love hockey because you just you just can't predict what's going to happen. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. No, like in in a in a soccer game or something, it's like oh, it's two minutes from the end of the game. It's three nothing. Like it's done. And in hockey, it's like oh, it's going to be like four three in two minutes. You asshole. <laughs> That's how baseball is too. Like baseball can be like because there's no clock, so it's like it can just change at any moment. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember uh, I was watching an Oilers game once, and the uh, the play-by-play guys are Louis DeBrusque and Jack Michaels. And one of them, I forget which one, said something when there was eight minutes left. They were like, the Oilers are eight minutes away from their from their next win or whatever. And I was like, and I tweeted, and I was like, don't jinx this game. Yes, and I said, Louis DeBrusque and Jack Michaels, do not jinx this. And then after I the game, Jack Michaels... I guess her DMs after that. Yeah, DMs <laughs> me after the game, and is like, we didn't. And I was like... Well, you could have. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I was like, why are you name searching? I didn't even at you. <laughs> we have Jack Eichel on the brain now. Like, we've been waiting for him to return. Apparently he's going to return to Vegas uh, shortly uh, in the next coming weeks and hopefully play in a couple of weeks. We'll see. Well, one of our favorites just came back to play for Vegas. Nolan <laughs> Patrick, baby. Yeah, no. First line, Thank Nolan God Patrick. My... I have not checked the score because they were still playing. They were down 4-2 to start the third. They started I hope the off, Jets are losing. They started off 2 nothing <laughs> against the Jets, and then it was 4-2. So I decided to record this podcast instead. Is that too mean? Am I allowed to say that? Like. I, I can find his stats if you want. Uh, give me all the Nolan Patrick details. Like, okay. He had um he had two shots, no hits, no blocks, was a minus two, and played oh. won fifty percent of his pace face offs and played ten minutes and forty six seconds. So they definitely Ooh. pulled him off the first line at some point. Ow. I mean, granted Ow. he's coming back from what missing a month? like thirty games almost, guys. Yeah. But like ten pounds yeah. can, is a big difference. Mm. Well, well he played, he played, no, he played last year, um, but it was just, only it was only a six fifty fifty six game season. Sorry, and I think he played fifty two games. Yeah, he something? played most games. He got healthy, scratched once or twice because Vino was like putting the lines in a blender and was like, "I'll leave you out this time." He um, got hit. He did get hit. He had he had an injury for like a game or two, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and then this year, this year it was a collision with Tyson Berry, uh, yeah, in the game against the Oilers, mm-hmm. and we love Tyson Berry, but I don't think it was on purpose though. It wasn't. It we love him still. No, um, please I tell us more, him. Tyson, about how your former captain is a stallion. That was one hell of a quote. <laughs> That man loves his lava cakes, and he puts his foot in his mouth all the time, and I adore him. He seems, he, I don't know much about Tyson Bay, but just, like, looking at him, he seems like the kind of guy who has big golden retriever energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was one of the people who had matching pajamas for Christmas, and so, with his family. With his that. adorable baby, by the way. Yeah, his adorable <laughs> baby, his name is Leo, and they have the weirdest nursery for their baby Leo. 
It was the horror nursery, yeah. What is it? It's it's like the nightclub concrete <laughs> nursery. I don't even. It's like the it's... nightclub concrete version of Connor McDavid's house. Y'all, we've been talking for almost an hour and we have not mentioned Connor McDavid's house until now. And I think that is it's a record. <laughs> no, that, that's, I don't know what it is with the Oilers and interior decorating. Like, it's just, there's you something You lose all sense soulless. of interior decorating skills as soon as you sign with the Oilers. <laughs> They're all taking advice from Connor's girlfriend. You better fucking don't, believe it. Don't be mean to You Lauren. better believe it. <laughs> yeah. Design frame says awesome. That was an amazing fight. That's Heated probably the driveways. best fight of the season. Honestly, it was that fight. <laughs> yeah, That's this amazing. is the kind of important content you can expect on OMG. They were teammates. Melts away. Yes, exactly. Again? Again? That was a great fight. It was at center ice. It was awesome. Oh. Ouch. Yes. Yes. Wait, wait. Calgary. Which is a great. Tr- what was a World Juniors in Edmonton and Red Deer? Red Deer. Yeah. I was like, how'd they get to Calgary? <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! I saw an article about that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um. Involving like um, Caps legend Evgeny Kuznetsov. Of course, of course it was Evgeny Kuznetsov. Which is insane. And Orlov. We'll cut all this, like, Googling to figure out who it was. But I'll, I'll do my quick transition to speaking <laughs> of the honor system in fights, and because. I do. I mean, I don't watch hockey. I don't watch hockey for the fights. I watch hockey because I love to watch hockey. But that's what do you think I'm leading into right now, my dude? Link in the notes. Uh, 360 47 now. <laughs> even. And so it was a, a you know, fight. Jara, 46 year old legend. Um, beating World Juniors be wild. Ever loving shit. The biggest man to ever <laughs> play professional hockey. Happen. I could talk about Jara it's for so the rest wild. of this podcast. So there's, I'm going to try to restrain myself. There's your wild. Can someone uh, make the roar sound steps out of the end? beat the ever loving shit out of the Flyers, Zach McEwen. Like, just rearranged his fucking face. And at the end, you can see. Maybe oh, they had a connecting flyer. Jara's lips, like, yeah. pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, he's just saying, like, you good, dude? You good, dude? You good, dude? Like, when the refs go in to break him up, like. And that's just. That's it. Yeah, that's gotta learn. it, gotta learn about that. man. Um, yeah, that is. I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now, and I, I'm just. I'm in disbelief. <laughs> there we go. Yes. While they do that, um, some, um, 
I don't know. Do we have any happier, fun narratives? Like, not drunken, belligerent? Like, Travis Konechny deciding to randomly get married and have his dogs as best dogs, for example? Yeah. Except your dogs. Yeah, I was about to say, they're wearing, like, the same clothes. So I'm like, did they just, did they just, like, swap their shirt and then take more photos? And this was, like, all the same day? Maybe they got married somewhere else, but they were like, let's just take all the photos all at once. What a freaking power move. (laughs) But, like, if you think about it, like, that is so, if you, because, like, athlete or, like, even, like, celebrity weddings are, like, one of two things. They're either, like, this huge thing that, like, you have to put together for weeks or for months and years. even years. And to be or, making, like, blah, chef's kiss. Or it's just, like, we, especially, like, now, or it's just, like, oh, we decided to get it over with. And, I mean, they already have a baby, so, like, I guess they were just, like, we're, we're no, we're just gonna get this thing over with. And Either you have the baby first and then you rush through getting married, or you do it like more debranket style where you get married, your entire team gets wasted at your wedding, and then a couple months later you announce you're having a baby. Or, or you, you just like Patrick Kane like, and just just I show up to say, with like, a baby. <laughs> like yeah. Patrick Kane, just be like, and here's my baby. <laughs> and the entire hockey world goes, wait, what? And then name him Patrick Kane the third. Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane, as he is known. That's it. If they I don't mean, call honestly, him Patrick Kane, I swear. They should. Yeah, we we do it, so everyone should follow <laughs> our example. But there were just a lot of good. Speaking of the Hawks, though, um, there was this really cool story I found uh, just, like, scrolling through Twitter, as I do a lot. As one does, um, yes. As one does. Um, the first indigenous, they hired the first indigenous woman to scout for an NHL team um, recently. And her name, sorry, let me pull this up because I want to make sure I get this right. It is Bridget Laquette. Is that, is that Laquette? Laquetti? I would say Laquette, but I'm not sure if that's right. Me neither, <laughs> but she was also the first indigenous woman to play for Team USA, wasn't she? Team Canada. Team Team Canada? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not Yeah, she Europe. became the first the, okay. the first First Nations woman, which is what we the term we tend to use yeah. in Canada. Uh the first First Nations woman to play hockey for Canada in the Winter Olympics in twenty eighteen. That is amazing. But it was really cool. So they basically the way the, the, the Hawks approached her was basically like they were going they needed new scouts. They've had a lot of turnover. We're not gonna get into it. Um, you, if you want to look, yeah, if you want to look that up, you can, we're not getting into it. Um, they've had a lot of turnover, um, basically. And they really took the opportunity to hire a woman. Someone new. Yeah, someone new. Not just, and not just someone new that's like, oh, I've been in this organization for a long time and now I'm switching over to a new organization. They really reached out and said, okay, we want to find someone who's going to scout differently. And that's what they did. Um, and just her, um, like the, they really broke down, like how they hired her, like how they found her. Um, they didn't hire, you know, they hired her because of her hockey skills. You look really excited. (laughs) Um, I saw a notification pop up that said Maddie goal. And I'm assuming it's a Matthew Kachuk goal for the flames game that's currently going on. So (laughs) can't wait to watch that later. Um, so we love a rat. 
But, like, they, they, you know, they said that she was the most qualified person. Obviously, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say. But just the fact that there really seemed to be. Yeah. That's a good that's a good phrase for it. So um, she's currently playing for Calgary. Um, she they actually waited. She actually waited to accept the position in Chicago until the um, Canadian Olympic roster for 2022 was announced because she did not make the roster. So she wanted to know that she wouldn't be like no trying to do both. commitments. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even pushing off the hiring until after the Olympics. But um, she currently plays for Calgary and the PWHPA, which I think is different than the PHF. Are they the ones who did the Secret Dream Tour? Um, the PH. I don't know. WPA. Okay, I will have to. I will get back to this because I'm curious. Um, looking ahead, not quite to the Olympics, but to the week ahead, um, it's currently Sunday. It's cur- yeah. It's on- well, for you guys, it's Sunday, uh, January second. For me, it's already Monday, January third. It so, is one thirty a.m. Hello. Good morning. <laughs> um, there's some games that we're looking forward to up on the docket. Yeah, I was the one who like really made the list this time. Um. First up, we have Flyers and Pens. So the Battle of Pennsylvania will reignite again. And with the way Travis Konechny has been stern shit, I cannot wait to see what he's going to do next. Also for Joel Farabee to score like four goals. He can do it. It's fine. I'm a biased (laughs) Flyers fan, but also Joel Farabee is amazing. Until Tugarask came back, which we can talk about Tugarask in a minute too, because I'm a Bud Light girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah, or as he's known, Young Beezy. Yes, Where's that mixtape, Joel? Young um, Beezy in the cut. But, you know, uh, Swayman and Allmark had this, they were so, like, they were they were great buddies. They would always, like, do this rich hug after. So cute. And Looks then, like he got you know, bitten by back, the same thing that bit Brandy Kuchuk, Swayman got I guess. sent back down to... Uh, you mean Brendan Lemieux? <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> I had to bring it up. I'm sorry. I cannot go through an no, entire episode sorry. without bringing up the incident. That was hilarious. I mean, it wasn't, but like, uh, it's too late. It was. Too, it was just totally wild. Just, I, I will never forget. Um, and Puff's Puff has talked to me about this before. The Steve Dangle: one bite is biting, two bites, bites is eating. eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, smart. Um, yeah. There were two separate it was, videos. It was of, a full Swayman and Allmark both at games after Swayman got sent back down, like hugging. Yeah, the NHL disagrees, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> See? Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry for getting us all off track with the, the biting incident because I always have to bring it up. But uh, yeah. Where's Leakins? There we go. Yeah, after like a month. Steph must be thrilled the stars are finally going to be playing later this uh, upcoming week. I have missed stars hockey so much. Like, not even, like, capital, like, capital's hockey has been fun. But stars hockey is its own kind of painful chaos. And I have missed it. Because well, you never, fan. you never know which stars team is going to show up. Is it going to be the team where Jamie Ben literally just muscles his way? You know, 
to an open net and just like flings guys across the ice? Or is it going to be the game where they just can, where like, they forget to play hockey? Where Mero Haskinen plays like 23 minutes, but he's like completely invisible the whole time. Like, you just don't know. <laughs> or is it the game where Ropehan scores two almost identical shorthanded goals off Michael Raffle? Hi, uh, Raffle. You. Um, <laughs> you just don't I mean, you know. never know. You never know. And then um, Jason Robertson had such an amazing season last season. Last season was the weird. Contract I still think Light. he should have won the Calder. Certifying that Bud Light um, will provide. Because he's an actual rookie. Sorry, Cap Cap Resolve, but like you played actual professional whatever. <laughs> not salty. Not at all. Not salty. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Valid. No, but look, if you redshirt your freshman year, you're still a redshirt freshman. <laughs> Alright. For those of us who don't know what the fuck that means, we're gonna move on to the rest of the games on the docket. <laughs> I mean, I think they actually changed the Calder rules because Gretzky didn't qualify. They changed it um, also after Panarin, I think. Because he was Maybe. similar. Uh, no, I'm pretty similar sure Panarin did qualify. Panarin qualified, and then after that, they changed the rule. Because oh, he was like gotcha. 26 when he won the Calder, I think. Oh, I like when that. Edmonton drafted McDavid and then they changed the draft rules? Yeah, probably something weird. like that. Um <laughs> The Oilers are never going to have a number one draft pick ever again. <laughs> have a bunch of fans. Well, it depends on... Yeah, no. <laughs> on well, him, him and um, Eric Ola. No. Yeah. Not, we we, not won't, for we a won't talk while, about hopefully. that. Though, I mean, if you want another great Connor on your team, Connor Bedard is going to be available in 2023. He <laughs> has scored eight goals in his last two games, has 25 shots on goal, and still does not celebrate a single one of his goals. And in, in Washington, all the guys just need to learn Russian. Yeah. Ta-da. Can't wait to see done. that in the NHL. It's like going, I mean, if yeah. you go to Montreal and you gotta Coming learn French. Coming to a you in 2023. <laughs> see, like, I'm totally the person who would be like, I, I absolutely love a good celebration. I'm like, have fun on the ice. Enjoy your time. Like, I hate the whole idea of, like, people being like, shut up and play like come on like show you some personality it's a lot of fun but when having no personality is your personality then it's like even better because it's like no one's telling you to do that you just are that way <laughs> he's just like i'm i'm ready to play in the nhl get me out there <laughs> seriously uh somehow what still should be going ahead in a week or two is the next face-off of Kachuk versus Kachuk, which I always look forward to. That's going to be fun. That's, that, that's a fun... That's always fun. Let's hope Wes McCauley refs it again and makes them face <laughs> off against each other. That should be good. I love that. Like, if you and your brother are both good enough to, like... If you and your siblings, like, brothers, if you're the Stalls or the McClouds or the Stroms, but, like, if, if you and your siblings make the NHL, like, you should have fun with it when you get to play against each other. Like... Like, Jack Hughes talked about, like, when they drafted Luke, about, like, Jack the Hughes. dream of uh, Jack Hughes of getting to play, like, with your brother. Like, that's so rare. Like, the Sedins were just, like, totally, like, what are the odds of that? I mean, that wasn't a, that wasn't a mistake, though, because the, the Canucks purposely traded to make sure they had the first and second draft picks so they could get both Sedins. Yeah. Right, but it's still, but, like, that they, that they had... 
But the GMs, like, that make that trade, like, you know, like, that's still, like, you know, like, there still has to be an opportunity for the Canucks to be in a position to make those trades. But with Luke, it's like, well, he, you know, he was, he was available in the fourth spot. They took him, and Jack was, like, the most excited person <laughs> in the room. Yeah. What's funny is that I think before that, um, Jack told Luke not to, like, get too excited. He was like, don't overreact, and then... <laughs> He, like, he overreacted. overreacted. But I think also... Um, but it was I think the also brothers' draft his... also. Just the brothers' offseason in general. Yeah. But I I also think um, one of his friends, maybe it was Alex Turcote, I'm not sure, told him, like, oh, Luke's going to the Ducks. Or something like that. <laughs> and then and so then he was freaking out. Jack was freaking out. And so then he he wasn't sure. He was like, oh, maybe he won't go to the Devils. Maybe they're not going to draft him. And then they did, you know. Yeah, I know. I don't remember who it, it was. That, that's how they show friendship in the U.S. National Team Development Program. Yeah. Um. So the stars are returning tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, and the only game, I guess, tomorrow is Sunday. So, um, I'm excited. No, for today that. Is that Sunday. Is, it's Monday. What are you talking about? I'm today is Sunday. I don't. <laughs> I literally do not know what day of the week it is. Yeah, who does? Time is fake. Not sorry. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we are at OMG TWT pod on Twitter, on Instagram. You can email us at. You need what? Oh, my mom's calling me. Mama Puff is interrupting this. She heard Puff talking about Matthew Kachuk, and uh, we are now in trouble. We're all in trouble. We'll we'll have to see if Puffy returns next week. Okay, I have. That's to gonna go be our now. cliffhanger. Yeah, I have to go now. Okay, bye. We didn't talk about Dylan Larkin, and I'm upset about it. Um. Do you want to do like a quick like twenty so seconds? <laughs> Um, but Dylan Lark, I I would twenty dollars for spilling your beer. That's fantastic. Sorry, I haven't read it yet. It's it's really. What did we talk about? Like, what did we actually recap? Everything's in pink. We talked about the anthem. We talked, we basically did a whole winter classic roundup. We didn't discuss the white caps. That's fine. Oh, shoot. That's a um, uh, quote from the article. Honestly, before oh, we started damn. driving, I was a little nervous because that it's a long a drive. C-Sec, a defensive for the Barracuda, said, quote, and there's not a lot to do. So you have to get some that real good great. conversations, good we music also, or podcasts, or you can get... We also didn't mention the fact that they pulled the goalie with seven minutes, they and just it talk about their, Yeah, they pulled, their whole trip. they pulled the goalie they with they, over seven minutes left in the third period, and it worked. They ended up, it ended up being six to four. Do it all over again, and...
Yeah, they did take breaks. They no, they didn't drive all the night. They they would each drive for a. T- well, I just I just love that it was wacky. Like it's kind of the idea. This it reminded me of it to me. It's like the same idea of like um, not quite to the level of like walking Barry Bonds with the bases loaded, but like just doing something so out of left. Starting an opener, you know, like Rays starting uh, an opener at like levels of just didn't like show back up on the team's radar for so work. out there, or or like in college football, like you know the hail mary or the you know the fake punt, like they've yeah. been done before, but it like like let's 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 change it up a bit. Let's, if you're gonna do it, like that's the stage to do it on, right? Yeah, and it I love that it worked, and the Blues, oh, and yeah. they didn't give up an empty netter to the Blues. And they were trying too. They were trying. The Vander Kane and I'm just like, <laughs> no. Um, uh, 